I'm Junie Felix, and this is Moving Forward, Tiny Habits for Successful Soul Care. Thank you so much for listening, and I do hope and pray that you and I can encourage one another to walk by faith and to live out of love instead of fear more and more every single day. Who can you think of right now that could use a word of encouragement? I have a friend who's about to start a brand new job, a sister who's going through a relational transition, some really hard things, another friend who's having a health crisis, and I could go on and on, but I'm pretty sure you get the idea. One of my mentors often says that if you want to know if a person needs encouragement right now, just check to see if they're breathing. I personally believe that human beings need encouragement, kindness, and affirmation as much as we need air, food, and water. It's that simple. So who can you think of right now, today, who would appreciate a word of encouragement? And how can you be creatively kind right now? How can you be the one to make that move as soon as possible? I think that's such an exciting thought to have, especially early in the day, first thing in the day. Who can I be a blessing to? Who can I encourage today? It's one of my favorite tiny habits. I call it the tiny habit of encouragement. That's easy enough, right? And I was on the treadmill and I was listening to a conversation on a podcast this morning. There's a guy who was talking about how all of life is a game. And that caught my attention. I was listening closely. He says, all of life is a game. And if you're not actively learning the rules and playing by the rules, then you are, and I quote, someone else's pawn in the game. And I don't know if I agree with that analogy completely. It was, um, it was Dr. Phil, actually, it was having, it was a conversation with Dr. Phil. But uh, he says, if you're not learning the rules, then you become a pawn. So I was thinking a lot about that. And I figured that the reason I don't like the analogy or the idea of categorizing people on the spectrum of winners or losers in a game, even calling someone a pawn, it seems a little harsh to me, but I could see the point he was trying to make. And I know that he wanted it to be that kind of staggering, thought-provoking point. And I'm thankful to have heard it because it got me thinking. And I do think that we do give away a great deal of our personal power if we're ignoring the opportunities that we have every day to make this world a better place place. That's where that's where I wound up as I thought about that. You know, maybe if I don't know all the rules of the game, not necessarily a pawn, but I do need to be actively thinking about, you know, what how I'm designing my life and relationships and how I'm responding. Now, one of the best opportunities I think we can we can take advantage of is the opportunity to choose kindness, sharing a word or an act of encouragement whenever we can, but being wise with that. Don't set ourselves up to be someone else's target or punching bag. I know that's what uh, Dr. Phil was, was working around to with these questions and answers that he was getting from the audience there. And if life is a game, if that analogy works for you, then that's fine. That's great. Then perhaps choosing creative acts of kindness and encouragement is a way to win. And no matter how much money's in the bank or how many letters you have behind your name, there has to be a reason why so many people are stuck in the pursuit of happiness instead of actually living it. So I remember reading a story about a homeless man who was always seen smiling and waving and sometimes dancing at a particular intersection. I think it was another podcast I was listening to. But the woman who shared the story She said she so enjoyed his daily smiles and she looked forward to seeing him during her commute every day. 
So she made sure to keep change in her car. That's a tiny act of kindness. I love it. So that she could give him something for the moment of joy in exchange of the moment of joy that she experienced every time she saw him dancing and smiling and waving at that intersection. She also said that if you slowed down and gave him some change, he would always smile. He would say, thank you. And if there was time, he would ask, how are you today? And she would give the customary response. Fine, thanks. But if she asked him how he was doing, he would always respond the exact same way. Two words, I'm blessed. So then there was one day where she says she found out she'd been laid off from her job. As a single mom, she left work that day just wrecked with worry. She had no idea how she was going to make it. She wasn't feeling joyful at all. As she approached the intersection, she noticed the homeless man. And I've done this before. Come on, keep it real. She, he was still smiling and waving. But that day, she was just hoping the light would stay green so she could just coast on through. But it didn't. She got closer to the man. He came right over to her car for their usual tiny conversation. He smiled at her. But this time he said, today, I will give you a dollar. And she burst into tears. She had no idea how he could have known that she'd been laid off that day. She said she wanted to stop the traffic, jump out of the car and just hug him. And she went on to say that day he gave her more than a dollar bill. He taught her a valuable lesson that no matter what material things are taken from you, no one can take away your choice to be joyful. Her ride home was smooth sailing. She'd lost her job, no savings, but she knew she was blessed. It was such a tiny thing, one dollar, a smile. The reality of the fact that there's no way he could have known that she lost her job that day. But his tiny act of kindness made all the difference in that moment for her. And I think it's like this. When you make a habit, a lifestyle of unconditional creative acts of kindness, you never know how your decision to wave or smile or notice, leave a small note of appreciation, a text message even, a direct message on Instagram. You never know how that tiny act of kindness is going to encourage someone else just at the right time. And I believe with all of my heart that tiny creative acts of unconditional kindness, no matter how small, they accomplish more than you'd ever expect. Kindness is so much more than just a warm and fuzzy feeling that you get from doing something nice. Kindness from the heart can change everything about every situation. Tiny acts of kindness are a way of coming alongside someone in a way that's deeply personal. Because either one of us is coming out of a tough situation, we're navigating our way through, or... We're on our way into something that's really hard and we need each other. Everyday life requires a certain amount of courage. In the New Testament, there's a verse that comes to mind, a passage that describes the mindset of a person whose heart is aligned with God's. And it says that the visible evidence of the person who is a part of God's light, God's good work in this great universe, is a life of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And this is why kindness is a superpower. It's powerful and inspiring and hope-filled, hope supernatural. And in so many cases, it really is contagious. With daily practice, the habit of choosing kindness becomes just inseparable from who you are. And when you have a habit of responding with kindness, I'll tell you a secret, you're going to feel like a winner every single day. The cumulative effect of a lifestyle, a habit of kindness, even when it goes unappreciated and unnoticed by the people in your life, the cumulative effect is an undercurrent in your spirit 
of joy that will never fail you. And this doesn't mean that you're always going to feel happy, clappy, and you'll never be discouraged. But it does mean that even when life is filled with uncertainty, you know who you are. You're the person that can choose and will choose to respond with kindness. And that choice will always help instead of adding more hurt to a hard situation. And sometimes the blessing is that you get to reach out to others for help and for prayer, giving them the opportunity to offer a word of encouragement and inspiration toward you. It's been my experience, I guess, in the game of life that the kindness and encouragement that I've been blessed to share always comes back in some way or another. And that's another scripture. Maybe you've heard it all about reaping and sowing. And that's why it's that's not why it's always a good idea, reaping and sowing. But the best reason to choose kindness and encouragement is because it really can change a family, a community, a neighborhood a society. And yes, it changes the world for good, one tiny choice at a time. So I'll ask again, who can you think of that you know could use a word of encouragement today, a tiny act of kindness that will probably be right on time and make all the difference as they navigate through the challenges of what many call the game of life. I hope that your tiny act of kindness will be one that creates a moment of hope, that feeling of success and shine, and a reminder that God is working behind the scenes in a million ways to bring your friend or your loved one through so that they can pass that blessing along to someone else. And in that way, even though it is a tiny little thing, in that way, we all can win. As a species, humanity can win one moment of kindness at a time. I believe that. Thank you again so much for listening, and I invite you to stop by juniefelix.com for a free download of one of my event bestsellers. It's called The Gift of Sorrow, and you'll receive updates on the release of my upcoming project with my publisher, Nav Press. It's called Moving Forward, Tiny Habits That Lead from Trauma to Faith.